This is totally not Danzig, and you're listening to the Shred Shack. Greetings, folks. I'm Dan Matt. And this is Chris Matt. Welcoming you to episode 182 of the Shred Shack Podcast, your premier source of news and uninformed yet heavily biased opinions pertaining to all things heavy metal, coming to you bi-weekly through practically any streaming service, um, which I will actually talk about in a second, uh, as well as airing from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, Monday nights on Overkill Radio, and we also get repeat play, uh, I think, from 12 to 3 on Friday afternoons now. Nice. Hell so, yeah. Um, so it's like, reason, the, do what? they alternate between the radio show and the podcast or whatever, like whatever played that Monday, they'll play again on yes. Friday. Okay, cool. Yes, exactly. Very um, cool. So, so this, so the podcast will come out tomorrow, air tomorrow night, and then it should be played again on Friday afternoon. So, um, now the reason I, uh, had stumbled a bit on the, any streaming service thing. Um, so, I was looking at a article about uh, streaming services and you know how to how to you know get your podcast out there and whatnot. And apparently, more than seventy percent of podcast listens come from Apple. Yeah, I, 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 I that makes sense. The only the only reason I say that is because a lot of the podcasts that I listen to they always talk about you know leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, the way that the article described it was there's Apple podcasts and then there's everything else. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so yeah. Um, so I, I found that very interesting and I just wanted to make mention of that because we are available through there, of course, but also on Spotify um, and various other uh, resources. So um, with that, let's get started with previously on now. Previously on, we um, we're doing another free flow episode, so I have no idea what yes. we did last time. Not, not, I don't really have anything in particular from last time. Um, the only thing that we had talked about that I, that has come up in like the last two weeks is we talked about I wanted to not spend a fortune on my new phone because my phone died like the day before we recorded, um, and fortunately enough, I was uh, I had the foresight to buy um the insurance god forbid on my phone this time around so i was able to get a replacement of the exact same brand and model for only like 120 bucks as part of a deductible with that insurance so i was i'm very pleased with the way <laughs> that worked out so but that that's that's the last thing we really that i re- really remember from what we talked about <laughs> on the on the podcast last time one thing I one thing I did mention, I don't think I don't mention it on the podcast. I think I mentioned it to you in passing, in between, um, was that um, the episode before last I had named canceled, and it got fewer listens than a lot of our other ones. And I was like, oh shit, did I did somebody like actually think we canceled our podcast or something? Um, so that's why I named the previous episode. I assure you we're open. <laughs> what a great title. What a great title. <laughs> Love it. L- yeah. Little homage to our good friend. Uh, I wish our good friend, Kevin Smith. Yeah. So I, I had to, I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, but previously on, I can't recall shit. So yeah, for um, sure, for sure. 
we have had a few new uh, members to our Discord channel, which has been nice. Um, still fairly quiet in there, but you know, it's nice to mm-hmm. nice to have people who could potentially uh, engage in conversation. Yeah, so, here and there, here and there, here and there, here, here and there. Um, then we go on to old business, um, and I don't. And if we have old business, it will come up uh, yeah. throughout through our search of the news for the last two weeks. Um, but we go on to for now we go on to new business and with new business we typically talk about new album releases um of which i don't have any i don't think i have any well i have no details but i have listened to a few new releases mm-hmm. um the new amana marth record came out on the 5th uh the great heathen army mm-hmm. um it's an amana marth record uh they've kind of they've really they hit their stride and they kind of like, they're not deviating from it. It's not in a bad way. Cause like, I really do enjoy their music. It doesn't get, it doesn't get that boring, but I mean, I think a little bit of dynamic would be nice uh, on the next one. So there's that. Um, Arch enemies, new album came out on the 12th. So deceivers, um, this one is pretty good. Um, they're starting to use Alyssa a little bit more to some of her other strengths, aside from just her growling vocals. Uh, she does like a handful of clean vocals on it, especially with uh, handshakes and hell. Uh, so that's a little bit refreshing. But other than that, it's it's an arch enemy record. You pretty much know exactly what you're going to get walking into that. Um, one that was uh, a genuine uh, plea uh, pleasure to listen to was the Halo Effect. So this is a band of ex members of In Flames. Uh, mm-hmm. They created a new band called the Halo Effect. They're out. Their debut album is called Days of the Lost. And it sounds kind of like old school in flames, like the way, like you, what you remember really good in flames sounding like. That's what this sounds like. So it's melodic, Swedish melodic death metal. It's fucking, it's badass. Um, so it's highly, highly recommended to go check that one out. Right on. Okay, cool. So, and I'm just looking for what came out this past Friday, the 19th. We're recording this on the 21st. Uh, so, got. Russian circles, as uh, as Bird shared with us in the in the, uh, in the chat, new soil work came out this week, uh, so I definitely have to check that one out. Um, Fly freaking death punch released a new one this week, just in case you uh, were into that. Thunder Mother has a one out, and a band called Conan uh, has an album out. I remember listening to Conan a couple of years ago and enjoying them, so I will definitely be checking that one out. Right on, right on. Um, I haven't looked at the new releases. I've been checking for later in the year when we get closer to the new year, but I have not listened to anything new because I've been focusing on catching up, trying to get ahead of things on 10 Lord reviews so I can move on to other projects. So Yeah, that reminds me, I have to write down the list of the last three that I'll be participating in this month, this year, I mean. Yes. Um, Now, um, with that being said... Let's talk about what we've been listening. Oh, well, let's let's talk about what else we've been listening to lately by looking at our Instagram page and seeing what um, what have been our albums of the day for the past two weeks. Well, I have to say that I definitely did not participate in half as many. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Going back two weeks. Today is the 21st, so we go back to about the 7th. Okay. 
All right, we'll start at the, we'll start at the sixth, and that one's me. And um, that one is Death Angel. The dream calls for blood. Um, mm. now, that's the newer one, right? That's one of the newest that, ones. Uh, that's uh, it's 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 latter day, but not like probably one. It's one of the last three. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I know there's evil the the evil divide, and then humanicide were the last two. So okay, yeah. The dream calls for blood may have been the last the one before that. Yeah, I think like this probably was like the last like album I bought of theirs. I've listened to everything else on streaming. Yeah, I want to point out the meme that I posted next, which is basically somebody body slamming somebody through a table because it says when they only have medium and smalls left at the merch table. For um, real, though. I mean, I mean, usually they don't have any smalls. Like one, like for me, and mm-hmm. that's. That's the size that I buy, and I'm like, man, motherfucking fat ass bastards. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But, you know, I, I live with it. Sometimes I take a medium, like, you know, Lacuna Coil. I'm wearing my my shirt right now, um, and they they only had mediums. Um, I think I mentioned this when we went to go see them, um, when Lindsay and I went to go see them. Um, they had one tank top left uh 2x for for women and she bought it and nice yeah it's like yep that's uh, that's mine so um let's see what's next um i don't think either of us participated in what's next on the seventh so let's carry on to one that we did participate in, which takes I, us. I to... looked ahead, and I don't think I looked. I don't think I had an album of the day for the last two weeks. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You didn't have much. A lot of guys didn't do much. Uh, a lot of the guys didn't contribute very much. I think, like at most, we had three at a time. So uh, I can just say from like last week. Well, for for two weeks ago, I didn't have a phone for like, the first half of the week. So I didn't have anything I could listen to, really. Yeah. Uh, um, and then last week um, at work, I was watching a chess tournament, so I didn't listen to much of anything. <laughs> so there's gotcha. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, going up to August 9th, I listened to Typo Negative: Origin of the Feces. Nice. I love that one. Yes. It's funny. Um, because obviously it's it's a fake live record and it's just a reworking of the debut album. It is so much better than the it's, debut album. It's it's actually I think it was my it was my introduction to Typo Negative because I think I I recorded it from CD to tape off of my friend Jonathan way back when. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was again that was my introduction to Typo Negative. So that's all I knew for the longest time. Yeah, and it's it's a good album to start with too. So yeah. Um, next up, taking us to August 11th, um, I did Megadeth Risk, an album Oof. I haven't listened to in a while. Um, I'm still, I'm still pretty good on it. Um, I, 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 it's definitely on the low end of their, of their albums, but hey, it's I not still, Super I, Collider. All right, it's yeah, not Super yeah, Collider, so I, 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 if I listen to Super Collider again, I could probably find a thing or two I'll like about it, but like, but why yeah, do you I just do that? Uh, well, I, I got I got every couple, every couple of years, I got to give something a chance. So, um, speaking of things that don't need additional chances, August twelfth was Into the Electric Castle by Arion. There you go. 
eternally a phenomenal album and potentially a 10 out of 10 for myself. Um, neither of us did the 13th or the next. Um, I For the 15th, I did Falconer's debut album, which still is absolutely fantastic. I will fight anyone. <laughs> and everyone going back to typo negative um my second favorite album from them which um my favorite being world falling down my second favorite from them is life is killing me mm. which is such a good record um kind of a kind of a different record for them um i want to say it's kind of where they they go a little pop in a way like it just seems a little bit more accessible and not mm-hmm. the not the dark you know doomy like like it they go from they go from world coming down which is like probably one of the most depressing albums on the fucking planet uh to to doing life is killing me which sounds like it should be uh more so but it's it's just more upbeat it's good i love it fucking love it so um we did not contribute the next day um i did uh on the 18th i did system of a down steal this album it was actually the first time i've fully listened to that album really wow that's interesting and you know what i think it is with it being just a bunch of b-sides and whatnot i like it more than their previous two i like it more than the debut and toxicity get the fuck out really yeah i i didn't uh i thought it was i thought it was much it was it was enjoyable a lot of great songs so um, very interesting all right mm-hmm. i i was i was thinking like this seems to be like this seems to be like the forgotten system of a down album like no one talks about it as much as like the other ones you know? yeah because because they it, it's it's regarded as a throwaway but it's it's all original tracks from them that they recorded at some point and it's like 16 songs it's a lot of it's a lot of material and it's really good and then you also have to think that it's like it's sandwiched in between debut and toxicity on one side and the other side hypnotize and mesmerize no, no no it's sandwiched between toxicity and then and uh mesmerize well i just mean like if you think about the two like the two like if you think about it's like you got the debut toxicity, then this album. Okay. And yeah. they finish yeah. off their, their recording career, so to speak, with the last two records, Hypnotize and Mesmerize. Yeah. It just gets lost in the middle of those two bookends, if you think about yeah. it like that. And and if you listen to it, it actually you can you can hear the transition from from toxicity to what they do with Mesmerize Hypnotize. Mm-hmm. So you can you can hear the the, the, the musical uh, evolution. Um Next up is yesterday, August 20th. I listened to Andrew WK, one of the most fun records on the fucking planet. Yes. Yes. Hell yes. Yes. Uh, it, it was just, I, I was I was out with Lindsay. I had no idea what to play, just going through my iPod, and I was like, fuck yeah, Andrew WK. Never, never a bad time to listen to Andrew WK. Yes, I'm sure. I'm sure he listens to his own music when he's Banging Cat Dennings. (laughs) (laughs) Girls in love. (laughs) 
Um, but what else have we been listening to in the past uh, two weeks? Um, I've been sticking, rotating through. I mean, at this point, if I if I was to do a top three of 2022 today, uh-huh. I think I've just been rotating between those top three, and that is Vaxis Two by Cody and Cambria, Closure and Continuation Continuation by uh, Porcupine Tree, and I can't remember the title, but the latest from Oceans of Slumber. Those three t- those three records, the last like two months have been fucking they've just been go-tos and comfort and just fucking i cannot stop listening to those three records in particular um as far as anything else goes i haven't really like strayed that far uh like i said last week at work i've been watching a a chess tournament uh of course i've been listening to my normal podcast doom pod 70 millimeter all um austin danger podcast uh the metal sucks podcast which recently had danny elfman on uh so Mm. i have to go back and listen to that one because i didn't get a chance to yet um but yeah, just the, just some normal stuff. Nothing really out of the ordinary. What I'm looking really happy about is that this week in particular seems to be the last like busy week of the summer. Um, like we have nothing really planned for the next couple of weeks. Like the boys start going back to school on Monday. Um, we get back to like a normal school and weekend routine coming up. So I'm really looking forward to just kind of like things kind of like going back to quote unquote normal. Like these last three months have been really busy. They've been rough. Um, I've had a lot of stuff going on that have been out of the out of the ordinary, and I'm really just looking forward to like locking in a fucking routine and getting back to normal. Right on, right on. Um, I would say the same um, for myself, just based on the fact that I'm I'm trying to develop a routine because I'm trying to. I am currently in the midst of pursuing additional work um considering that i technically work at one place and i can be a private practice um on my own now Mm -hmm. um but i also need a place another place to make money so um i am looking for another place to to get clients from and make my schedule a lot more closed because i have a lot of time on my hands right now too much time on my hands right now too so much time. too much time um but other than that as far as what i've been listening to it's been like i said it's been a lot of the um the 10 word review preparation um which after i get through the last artist which i'm working on right now um I have two more albums to go with them. Um, once I finish them, then it is going to be me doing one one minute reviews for a while, so I can be prepared for. Um, yeah, you know, I, I plan to I plan to pick them up and do them more often next year. So I want to have a bunch written ahead of time. So yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just looking at our upcoming schedule for our, for. Um the time we reviews, at least for the last three months of the year, this year, I can already see that there are some comfort records in there. So it's going to be a little bit easier for me to, to, to knock these out. So that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to those particular three months. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'll say that. Um, I can't think of anything else outside of that. Um, I did actually go CD shopping for the first time in months. Oh, um, shit. Yesterday. Like you, you went to like the CD exchange? 
I went to a CD exchange because what, what we did yesterday was uh, Lindsay wanted to go to this special um, Asian market across town. Um, and it is right around – it is like basically one shopping center over from uh, CD exchange. So we went to CD exchange first, and I picked up um, the last Kiss album I needed, which is their last album, Monster. Um, I picked up um, – a U2 album, which it turns out I already had, but now I have a deluxe copy of it. Nice. So, um, and then I also picked up a, a random Corn album, which is an artist that I feel I need to listen to a lot more latter day material uh, because I only, I'm only up to, I'm still like not even past the Untouchables, and that came out 20 years ago. I was gonna say like I think the, the last thing I actually like remember actually listening all the way through. Was probably Untouchables, but then uh, there's been a couple after that. that there's been a lot gave, after that. Well, yeah, but like that I gave like passive listens to. So I'm just not old. like if I was to go see them live now, mm-hmm. I'd probably be like, "What the fuck is going on? Yeah, <laughs> what is happening?" Until they play Blind, and that's usually like they're closer. So it's like, all right, well, I guess it's just wasted two hours. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, with that, um, I. I, I know that when when their previous album, The Serenity of Suffering, came out, I listened to it and I enjoyed it. Mm. But it was just one time. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But <clears throat> anyway. Um. But yeah. Also, then we went to a bookstore and I picked up a Delane record, which was like the most random record they had there. The first thing I saw, and I go looking through the rest of it. The only other thing that would have caught my eye is. Uh, hardwired or self-destruct mm-hmm. so which which they had for 5.99 wow which which version is it the triple disc or the, just the double disc triple disc i think oh shit it looked pretty it looked like the thick the thick one that i have so but ooh, i have no idea i didn't actually look at it i just looked at the price yeah, gotcha. um but yeah so that is it for uh that part of new business um and now we go on to um actually technically we go on to our first commercial break all right so let's get started with some general news and i'm not even going to look at the 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 news just yet we start off with obituaries and one big one right off the bat steve grimmett of um steve grimmett's grim reaper uh, formerly just Grim Reaper, uh, he passed away for undisclosed reasons uh, a few days ago, unfortunately. Um, he was a great singer. I got to see him live a couple of years ago. Um, uh, definitely a, a big loss to the metal community. So, Yeah, I, I think I, I remember while we've been doing this for a couple of years, I think we had talked about some of his health issues uh, for a while or a while yeah. ago. And I know like for a while he's also performing in a chair, like he had to sit down to perform and stuff like that. So Yeah, I think he uh, I think he had an amputation in, in particular. Oh I think yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yes. Okay. Yes. But he was still he was still rocking and rolling and then unfortunately he passed away. And again, they, like I said, I don't think they've still disclosed reason. They may not they may not do so at all, but who cares? It's unfortunate that he passed away. So Oh for sure. Yeah. Um, but let's go on. And like I said, this is a free flow episode. So what I'm doing is pretty much taking a look uh, at 
in particular Blatherouth, and just going back the last two weeks. So let's see, let's see, let's see. If nearly two years after his death, Alexi Leho finally gets a gravestone. Very interesting. Why? Um, let's let's see why it uh, took so long. Uh-huh. Uh, the imagery of it sounds pretty cool. It's uh photo of the okay the photo of the gravestone is 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 in the is in the uh, thing somewhere okay so it's whoa that's uh, very cool um there's a lot of stuff on it so you can't really see it but it's um it's got uh it's got a quote and his signature and i think uh, it's a an outline or a view of his uh flying v guitar so um Okay, so the, apparently there were a lot of legal issues going on following his uh, following his death uh, that that kept this from happening, and finally they've resolved something, and now yeah. I have a great song for him. Wow, um, a lot of why is it that when people die, there's a lot of pettiness that comes up? Oh uh, well, I mean, <laughs> it it always happens. It always happens. Of course. Especially with famous, more famous people, and like people who have like some kind of like career and legacy that like could still generate some kind of um, income for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruce Dickinson shows off his dance moves at his son Austin's wedding. If you ever want to <laughs> see white white people dance. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'm scrolling along with you, and, and yes, he looks like he looks like your grandpa dancing at a wedding. He's got this. Pretty cool looking Hawaiian shirt going on. He's got his hair tied up in a bun. It's <laughs> yeah. You do, you do you, Bruce. You do you, buddy. Yep, totally. Um, since we were just on obituaries, the the founder of the band Tourniquet, uh, Ted Kirkpatrick, died at the age of sixty two. Uh, they were a Christian metal band. I remember um, your your old drummer mentioning them as one of his favorite bands several years ago yes. when when um when you guys did a, a radio interview yeah um, he was, he was a big fan of them i've checked them out like once or twice i, I like an, uh, i don't really know much of their music but i do remember hearing about them especially because like um i think the the, the main problem problem that uh my drummer had with like a band like papa roach is that the main riff from uh last resort was was almost like a direct ripoff of like a tourniquet song as well as like an iron maiden track like a direct ripoff so well no surprise there but unfortunately uh mr kirkpatrick died of idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis a rare terminal lung disease of which there is no cure god damn okay Megadeth kicks off tour as support act for Five Finger Death Punch, which is interesting enough to say the least. Very interesting. Crocus, Crocus announces return to live stage. Ooh, that sounds I, interesting. I thought they had retired. I don't. Well, I, I, I don't know for sure. Interesting. Yeah. Um. I know that th- there's an article here about um. 
the tour with Anthrax and Black Label Society. I know that um, Anthrax had to cancel their performance at a few shows, including the one in Austin. So thankfully, I didn't get tickets for that. Um, but um, yeah, they had to cancel a few of their performances. But Black Label and I forgot who the other opener is um, continued to play the show. So. Um, yeah, it says here in like the the headline for this article was like broken stage. Like what? What does that mean? I don't know. Let's see. Within Temptation will hopefully release new studio album in 2023, which means that thankfully they will not release it before we do a ten-word review on them. <laughs> we have time. We have time. Uh, Tommy Lee posting his penis on the internet. No one cares. <laughs> no one's surprised. Not, well, actually, a lot of people care. A lot of people do want to see that dick. So <laughs> I don't even want to read the article because Kirk Hammett explains why Metallica takes so long between the studio albums. <laughs> uh, it's like, okay, you guys can't even just make up excuses anymore. You just, you just, 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 uh, just say. We'd rather tour, right? I mean, at this point, I mean, I like, I like the fact that they still do record new stuff and they still play new stuff live and stuff like that. But at this point, it's like they're almost on the verge of being one of those legacy acts that can just tour yeah. and never record new music again. Funny you mentioned that because um, you've said that many times about Kiss. And yes, very very recently, Gene Simmons said that he wouldn't mind seeing a bunch of worthy 20 year olds take on the mantle of kiss. And this is what we've been talking about. Like kiss is no longer a band. They are a brand and it could be anybody in the makeup playing the same songs, putting on the same show. As a matter of fact, they can start doing a trans Siberian orchestra, have two different kisses on the East and West coast touring at the same fucking time, doing two shows a night. I mean, that's what kiss is now. Basically. And people will go to see it. Okay. Hold on. Okay, here we go. It 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 sent me back in time. I was like, "What? What are we doing?" All right. Um, Richie Faulkner of Judas Priest is releasing a solo album coming soon. It's heavy, but it's not as metal. Okay. Okay. Watch Ted Nugent perform in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. How about we don't? Negative. John Karabi says he would have to bury the hatchet with Nikki Six before doing anything with Motley Crue ever again. Is anybody uh, even asking for that? Uh, well, I am, but <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. <laughs> the first comment I see is. I don't think anyone is asking him to do anything with Motley Crue. <laughs> well, of course, of course, that's going to be the commentary because, like, there are very few people who like that album. I, I am one of those people, however. So, so yeah. Robert Plant says performing with Led Zeppelin wouldn't satisfy his need to be stimulated. Why that sounds sexual, I don't know. I mean, have you listened to some Led Zeppelin songs? I mean, come on. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see, Pantera, the the, the pseudo Pantera. Uh, Glenn Hughes pa- apparently had a pretty bad case of COVID nineteen at some point. Um, previously undisclosed, I guess. Um, some forty ones catalog was uh, sold. Publishing a publishing catalog sold to Harbor View. Uh, so another artist that is selling their their catalog for a mm-hmm. sum of money. Funny, some forty one is not a band I would assume that somebody would want. I like them, so I'm just saying, like, like the the bands and artists that we've talked about before have been like Fleetwood Mac, Bob yeah. Dylan, Tom Petty, the like, legendary ones, yeah, yeah, the ones that you're going to use in like TV commercials and shit like that. Some forty one. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we're about to be that age where our like that music is going to be used in TV commercials. It's going to be like a nostalgia thing, but I wouldn't go out of my way to do that. <laughs> yeah. Now, there's an article here about Mudvayne. I'm I'm going to skip over because it's just a watch them perform thing. But I am going to bring up the fact <laughs> that Chad Gray fell off the stage while singing the song not falling and And, i have not seen the video of it but just that headline is fucking hilarious and the fact is that he owned it he's like yo that shit was hilarious (laughs) like (laughs) like he had like reaction videos to his own fucking falling video i think like he went all out to like to own that fucking mishap and the fact again the fact that it was ironically during a song called not falling oh man that's just that's just pure gold you can't write shit like that no you absolutely can't uh, the official Ronnie James Dio documentary, Dio, Dreamers Never Die, headed to theaters next month. Let's see if it says anything about where. It will come out. I think we did mention a little bit of this last time, and it will come out on uh, on DVD or of some kind um, in the future. Did you happen to pass by where did it go? Oh, here we go. Candlemas announces Sweet Evil Sun album. Let's see what uh, oh. time frame for that. Let's see. Oh, November 18th. Sweet Evil Sun from Candlemas will be available on November 18th via Napalm Records. Very cool. Very cool. Candlemas is a good band. Yes, sir. Um, Ozzy Osbourne confirms he tried to get Jimmy Page to guest on Patient Number Nine album. Yeah, I think there's a there's a lot of jokes about about Jimmy Page leaving him on red. <laughs> Imagine getting ghosted by Jimmy Page. <laughs> Not nice. Uh, Megadeth has recorded the Judas Priest cover song for an upcoming Amazon project. Interesting. Interesting. Let's see if they mention which track it is. Do, 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 do. Sad, uh, pick Sad Wings of Destiny. Nice. Well, um, if if I recall the um, the behind the music, he specifically mentions that album being one of his biggest. Um, influencers as, as a as a young man so that's a, that's cool awesome yeah hell yeah let's see 
Newfound Glory guitarist Chad Gilbert undergoes surgery for tumor in the spine. Shit. Good grief. Good grief. A little, uh, little young for that. That's, that's kind of a shame. Um, but hope all goes well there. For sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Again, referring back to Tommy Lee's dick, um, oh, five, God, five finger death, five finger death punch singer on Tommy Lee's nude photo. Nobody's hung that well. <laughs> I don't know, but I think we've had enough video evidence of that for the last thirty years. I, I think we, we know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Apparently. At a show in Indianapolis, a Motley Crue fan fell off the upper level and was rushed to the hospital. Wow. wow. Like, that sucks. How did that happen? Who's going crazy enough for Motley Crue that you just fall forward like that? Probably someone very drunk. More than likely, for sure. But but hopefully they're okay. So. Um, let's see, let's see. There we are. There's a a series, I don't know if it's a series of shows or just a big show, but there's going to be a tribute concert to Taylor Hawkins coming up very soon. And there are going to be a lot of names there. I think I saw it's like two days worth of shows with lots of uh, guest appearances and performances and stuff like that. So the lineup looks pretty sick, regardless. Now here's one. Um, they, they, however, they, 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 they wrote the headline wrong because it's, it's, it's talking about Aaron Lewis, but it doesn't say Aaron Lewis is a fucking cunt. <laughs> oh man, he's terrible. Fuck him. Canceled. Canceled. Fuck you, canceled. Same thing with the guitar player from Disturbed. Fucking canceled. Speaking of people who are canceled, Dave Ellison. Canceled. <laughs> There's a lot. We've been scrolling past a lot of Dave Ellison here. Yeah. Well, he's doing a lot of things. I mean, that's, and if you're if you're no longer in Megadeth, might as well keep yourself busy. For sure, for sure. Uh, Phil Anselmo on Lemmy. He's forever, and I love him. Join the audience. <laughs> take a number, Phil. Yeah, take a number. I think the I think the probably the, the the thing that's missing him the most is the rainbow bar and grill right now. <laughs> right. Rady, uh, Rage Against the Machines five night residency in New York raises a hundred uh, one million dollars for charity. Badass. Considering the cost of the tickets, I would assume it should be more. <laughs> well. Um, the interesting thing here is I don't know if we're going to get to it or if it happened, whatever. Um, Rage Against the Machine has canceled their European tour. Um, mm. So Zach De La Roca can, can heal up because as you can see in the photo from the article, he's sitting down. 
because he had uh, injured himself while jumping on stage. So he's been performing sitting down for like the last couple of weeks. And I think from what I from what I saw is like he has like he has a legitimate injury that he, that needs like surgery. Like he has like a like a ruptured like MCL or ACL or a torn Achilles, something fucked <laughs> that he has yeah. to get fixed before he goes to Europe. Speaking of fucked things, Wasp Blackie Lawless says he owns the bed that once belonged to Elvis Presley. Let's see the uh, the certificate of authenticity there, buddy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's that's Elvis's uh, cum stain. That's great. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Okay. Nightwish has been brainstorming over demo of next studio album. Okay, cool. Hopefully it's better than the previous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, um, yeah, they just need to step it up. I really, like, I feel like they're underutilizing the, the fucking powerhouse they have at the front, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, did you see this one about Moonspell canceling their Summer 22 North American tour? I know they canceled the one in Austin. I didn't know they canceled the entire tour, which when I heard that they canceled the show in Austin, I was so bummed. So uh, it but, says it says it's uh, been called off due to unsolvable logistic and transportation problems. Wow, that's that's shit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jeff Beck is going on a 2022 U.S. tour. I wonder if he's going to bring Johnny Depp along. <laughs> he's going to be busy with, uh, with still fighting Amber Heard. More than likely. So, yeah. Porno for Pyros is writing and recording new music. Who asked for that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask for anything involving Perry Farrell. Mm. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There it is, Gene Simmons. Kiss will continue in ways that even I haven't thought of. Again, he's he's he may be a a slap of the logo on a on anything genius, but he's not a marketing genius. I'm sure people will be able to sell Kiss for years to come. I'm not sure if I if I knew that they were looking for a singer, but there's a new singer in Delane, Diana Leah. Oh. Interesting. 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 I also read somewhere, I'm not, I'm not particularly sure when or where that was. It's more likely on Blabbermouth. But um, the singer from Once Human, who is now fronting um, Divine Heresy, apparently she tried out for Fear Factory. Really? Yeah. So she tried out for Dino's Fear Factory, but then Dino's like, no, nah, you know what? Let's do Divine Heresy instead. Interesting. It's like, Very interesting. Oh, I, I, I like you so much. Let's make a whole new band. Yeah, it's like let's 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 fucking resurrect something that's been dead for a little while, and just start all over and fresh. Not a bad idea at all. So right. Um, this one I saw uh, a bit of, and it's it's kind of a downer. Uh, James Hetfield files for divorce after 25 years of marriage. Yeah, that's a that's um a, a shocker. That's a shocker. Yeah. But I given some of the if... things, 
No, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if that has to do with a lot of that, that mental health stuff that he's been talking about on stage and whatnot. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Oh, here it is. Rage Against Machines, Zach DeLaRocca has torn his ACL. That's, uh, that's what Seth Rollins did. That's what a lot of athletes do. <laughs> but jumping up on stage, I mean, Zach, you're getting a little old, buddy. Hey, if you can still do it. Eh. <laughs> Blaze Bailey didn't think Bruce Dickinson would ever come back to Iron Maiden. Well, he did. <laughs> it's been like 25 years, dude. Good grief. Yeah. You, your place was not set in that band, unfortunately. And I love Blaze Bailey, but dude, that like that Dickinson album needed to happen. Cat, so, stop playing with Mr. Potato Head. The Winery Dogs third album is mixed and mastered. That should be fun. That's uh, I think it's that's Richie Kotzen, Mike Portnoy, and Billy Sheehan. So that's that's mm-hmm. a they're a good power trio. Here's a good one: Black Sabbath. British politicians call on Queen to honor the band. Queen goes, mm-hmm. "Who?" <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because she's been Queen longer than they've been a band, and we always think that like Black Sabbath is like the like. You you might as well like you can almost like set time to like BBS and ABS before Black Sabbath and after Black Sabbath. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I saw when I saw an evening with Bruce Dickinson, he told a story where he actually got to meet the Queen. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and he was and he was saying like uh, she asked what he does, and he was like, "I'm in the heavy metal <laughs> band. I'm in the heavy metal band." And she goes, "Heavy metal." that and he just stumbles to try to give an answer and he goes uh queen the band queen they played here and she goes i don't know anything about that (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious i love it yeah um one bit here that i saw is um motley crew and def leppard's the stadium tour is still averaging thirty-seven thousand tickets sold per show what good for them but i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Gene Simmons has turned down uh, Dancing with the Stars invite. Thank Here, God. Here's, here's a good one. ACDC uh, for ACDC. Bon Scott and Angus Young, Highway to Hell, eight inch clothed action figures coming this fall. Angus Young upset because action figure taller than he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Very cool. <laughs> Obviously, I made that part up. <laughs> no, but still, I, I, that's legit. Um, Allison Chains announces a Dirt 30th anniversary box set coming on this September 23rd. So Striper's be- Michael Sweet undergoes third eye surgery. A a surgery for his eye for the third time, not a surgery on his third eye. <laughs> I, I I read that wrong the first time around, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> oh man! Diamond Heads classic debut album, Lightning to the Nations, to be re-released as remastered 2021 edition. Sweet, sweet. 25-foot inflatable Ozzy Osbourne embarks on cross-country tour. Hell yeah. It's better than the fucking uh, than the hologram of Dio? Is that, what, is that what we're getting here? 
Uh, it's not the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, but you know. <laughs> oh, the with. next one. The next one. Read the next one. Uh, the one after that is Dio Donington '83 and '87 to be re-released in September. Um, I have um, the Live at Donington CD. I'm hoping that's like the DVD versions of it. That'd be sweet. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, we'll release two legendary live performances. Uh, 83 captures the original Dio lineup on the Holy Diver Tour. Um, the set features classic tracks from Ron James Dio's amazing, already amazing career as vocalist for Rainbow, Black Sabbath, and of course, Holy Diver. 87 captures the Dream Evil lineup. It features such classics as The Last in Line, Rock and Roll Children, and All the Fools Sailed Away. Um... Additionally, the two discs contain killer renditions of both Rainbow and Black Sabbath tracks, yada, yada, yada. Doesn't look like it's going to be... Oh, here we go. Uh, it's available in both limited edition, two LP and CD configurations. Each features a 3D uh, lenticular, lenticular art uh, print of the cover. The LP set features an exclusive etching on side D. So it's not um, like a Blu-ray DVD type thing. Okay. I, I, I admit the, the vinyl wouldn't be bad to have. Jelly Belladonna says he never quit Anthrax. I got sideswiped out of there. <laughs> I blame married with children. <laughs> Here's a cool bit. Um, apparently, every year for the last several years, uh, the guys from South Park have been doing like a music festival in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and this particular rendition of it, they had Primus performing, of course. and. Yes. Primus, we know, has been going on tour performing the Rush album Farewell to Kings um, for the last like year and a half or so. So while they're performing, they got Getty Lee and Alex Lifeson on stage for the first time since Neil Pert has passed away to perform uh, Closer to the Heart. Very nice. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, somewhat related to that... Um... San Antonio's own Bitforce was recently featured uh, on either a South Park episode or something related to South Park because they covered Let's Fighting Love, which is the song from their anime episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's just cool that they were they were featured. They are they are a great band. They're they're very they're a video game based band, um, and so they were a lot of fun. But it's very cool that they got featured. So yeah. Here's an interesting one. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, Metallica will perform at the Global Citizen Festival on Saturday, September 24th in New York City Central Park. Also set to appear are uh, Charlie Puth, the Jonas Brothers, Mainskin, Mariah Carey, Mickey uh, Guyton, and Rosalia. Like, I don't know ha- half of those people, but like, it seems like Metallica's headlining the whole shit. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Right on. Dan Donegan of Disturbed says that the majority of the new album is a lot heavier than Evolution, which I've read is the pussiest of all their albums. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. I love it. Speaking of pussy, being a pussy, that is also the same man who said fuck cancel culture with his with his Coca-Cola guitar. Yeah, right. Fuck cancel culture and buy Coke. Suck my nuts. Mm-mm-mm. 
Okay. A uh, California's Flannel Nation, a celebration of the 90s festival, canceled due to ongoing problems and logistical setbacks. <laughs> Problem with a lot of that is the fact that a lot of the best from the 90s have, uh, like, a lot of the best aspects of the 90s have unfortunately passed on. Yeah. So, yeah. According to Behemoth Nurgle, Arch Enemy's Alyssa White Glues has bigger balls than most male metal heads I know. That, sounds, that is of some balls. I was going to say, sounds legit. Yeah. Because, man, a lot of those male metal heads have some tiny balls. Like tiny balls. balls. Yeah. 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 Like, like, like don't, don't get them in front of the Iron Sheik because he will. He will tear you down. He will suplex you and make you humble. <laughs> um, I, I see this one's pretty cool. I, I'm I'm really happy about this one. Is um, John Petrucci's going on a solo tour with Mike mm-hmm. Portnoy on drums, which is badass. Yes, very cool. I like the fact that they're they're getting along and there's no this doesn't seem to be any real clamor for like a reunion, quote unquote, with Mike Portnoy and Dream Theater. But this is like a, going to be the closest thing we get, and it seems like everybody's happy with the situation, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's 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 funny that over the years you slowly watch John Petrucci's hairline recede, <laughs> while his fucking chin line, chin hairline yeah. just gets longer and longer. Like he, like, <laughs> like he he just he just continues to grow his his hair as much as possible while it just slowly goes away from him. <laughs> He really like the day will come where he just shaves his head and this is nothing but beard. Yeah, and then and then he'll look like he's twenty again. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Moonspell frontman Fernando Ribeiro. I never regret anything. Five days later, they cancel their tour. I regret scheduling this tour. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wasp, Blacky Lawless, look out, America, we're coming to hurt you. Um, well, if you're not a fan of the band, I feel like they're going to, they're going to get hurt. Gary Holt, why I'm convinced there were at least three different Lemmys. (laughs) This, this can be a conspiracy theory I get behind. I can, I can, I think I can live with this. Um, next up, I, I see uh, Avantasia is releasing a new single, uh, Misplaced mm-hmm. Among the Angels, featuring Nightwish's Flor Jansen. Let's see when that Did, is. Yeah, you, you, you do that, and I'm going to look at this this headline of uh, David Ellison writing on his MySpace. When the shit hits the fan, you find out who your friends are. Because that is some <laughs> real MySpace shit. <laughs> For real, for real. So the the single for Misplaced Among the Angels from uh, Avantasia featuring Floor from Nightwish, uh, it's already out. Uh, you can probably check it out on Spotify, but there's also a, a lyric video out for it too. You can go ahead and look for that as well. Um, I think we probably have already talked about it, but the new Avantasia record is coming out in October, October 21st. Now, I gotta say, I'm looking at this this picture of um, Jamie Josta from Hate Parade. First of all, the the whole beard thing throws me off completely. 
Yeah, whoa. And, and, and with the hair now, he's looking a lot like Sami Zayn. <laughs> all right, all right. That's I can get behind that too. But wow, I did not realize just how much of a redhead he was until he started growing that beard out. Good grief. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Oh, there's the announcement for the new singer for Delane that we completely yep. missed. Well, it happened in the last two weeks, and I wasn't updating the script, so there it is. All right. Seriously, if I ever see another headline about the the reunion of, of Skid Row, I will fucking scream. I'm tired of that. For real. It's, it's fucking terrible. Not going to happen. No one cares. For real. So we didn't mention the obituaries. We're just passing through it right now. But um, Olivia Newton-John passed away yes. um, last week. For those of you who are Grease fans, which I know that a lot of you metal fans are secretly Grease fans, don't even don't even try to deny it. For real. For real. Yeah, we're still scrolling. We're almost. We're almost there. We're almost there. This video death out there. I was going to say the Death Clock one. <laughs> yeah, Death Clock played their first show in nearly three years at the Adult Swim Festival Block Party, which, of course, is cool. Martin Axenrot's vaccination status led to his exit from Opeth, says his blood bandmate. Which I I guess that means he is anti-vax. I guess so. Vakin God. Open Air 2023. 80,000 tickets sold in five hours. Fucking sell out. Yeah, sold out. Yeah, fastest sellout in festival history. And, I, and uh, I'm pretty sure our guy at uh, uh, at Overkill Radio got tickets. He's going to No gone. shit. No yeah. shit. Seriously. Scott Ian says next Anthrax album will have even more aggressive production. Musically? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Musically, we're taking a step back, but the production is going to be fucking lit. It's going <laughs> to kick you in the dick. And then, and then probably try to put a Band-Aid on that dick. <laughs> Let's see. Valken. Valken, Valken, Valken. Okay. Holy shit. The offspring members escape unharmed after a vehicle catches fire in Canada. Oh, I saw I saw an Instagram post about that. That fucking that that fucking picture of the fire is fucking ridiculous, bro. Yeah, that that's that's pretty intense. Oh my gosh, this is why it probably sold out so quickly. Iron Maiden is headlining the 2023 edition of Vakken Open Air. Yeah, it's funny. I don't think they even announced that until after. That's fucking crazy. Another headline about Aaron Lewis that is headlined incorrectly. (laughs) Oh, God. So this is interesting. I'm looking forward to this. The Queensryche singer says there's more, there's some super proggy stuff on upcoming Digital Noise Alliance album. 
which is good because you know I think we were just talking recently about them being considered a prog band. Yes, so. yes, yes. When we were doing the um, seventeen top four subgenres. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Josh Rand says that Stone Sour is still on hiatus. Boo. I mean, that sucks and everything, but at least, like, you know, I think Josh Rand is doing his own thing now. And, of course, Corey Taylor, there's going to be a new Slipknot record really soon, so. Mm-hmm. All right. That just means that whenever Stone Sour comes back, it's probably going to come back with a really solid record, I would think. Last thing I'm going to pull out and is... Uh... The Misfits announced a Dallas concert with guest Alice Cooper. Yes. Which is a great tie-in to what we did just before this podcast. Yes. Um, I have to find out when this is, though I can go. Um, October 29th. Oh. Oh. That's a, that's, gonna, a, what's up? that's a that's a ridiculous day for shows because we're already seeing Elton John. Oh, <laughs> Bordello is in town. That's one of Brandy's favorite bands, and then this one. Damn you, Alice Cooper! <laughs> fucking me again. <laughs> like you, were about to buy, you were just about to buy tickets, and then I had to remind you about what's going on. Yeah, I was. I was about to hit checkout. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, either way. Um, but I think uh, I think that's where we'll stop with the news for right now, and we'll I go think on. So, to, yeah. I think we'll go on to our commercial break number two. Greetings, metalheads. Dan Mack here, and if you're a fan of putting a little heat on your meals, spice up your life with one of the many hot sauce flavors available from our sponsors at Hella Hot Hot Sauce. All natural, no preservative, and California-made Hella Hot Hot Sauce provides small-batch artisan hot sauces made from fruit and pepper blends that emphasize aroma, taste, and of course, heat. With several flavors available, some seasonal, others year-round, and collaborations with members of Ghoul, Exhumed, Guar, and Hatebreed, there are plenty of options to suit your palate. Head over to HellaHotHotSauce.com and buy up a couple bottles now. All right. And we're back. And normally we would do recording and release news. Again, we just kind of went through that with the, the the news section. That was all free flow. So we go on to a little extra. The good that men and women do. We did mention the Rage Against the Machine raising charity for um, raising charity money, a million dollars in charity money uh, for their New York residency. I will also say that our – we now have uh in our um in our Jazzle store we now have a um t-shirt of the Shred Shack logo with the trans flag on it and royalties from our pride flag and our trans flag will go to charities although of course it's literally about near pennies but <laughs> every little bit helps Exactly. It doesn't matter. That's what that's what we're doing. So, probably once a month, start of the month, anything that gets bought, we as far as those two shirts, we put toward um, we put toward a charity. Um, we have one in mind for for trans. Still trying to figure out one for um, uh, like the LGBT. So, 
So we are the good that men and, and women do. <laughs> we think very highly of ourselves. Thank you. Well, we like to help. So, um, I uh, I took out the Legacy of the Beast because I I took the the program off my phone, um, and pretty much everything has just kind of switched over to our Twitch channel. Which I was just going to say, you could just talk about the Twitch channel here in this in this segment, right? Yeah, which you know, pretty much is um, it's when I play when I play by myself, I'm I'm usually just kind of going through games that I either haven't played or haven't played in a while, or I'm I'm crying about like, dude, I am so close to beating Super Mario Brothers two. It is is not even fucking funny. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so I'm so mad. Like I've 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 played through it at least five times right now, and I keep getting to the last stage and fucking up. So <laughs> that's hilarious. And you only get two continues, so it's like that's it. You're done. Wow, that's fucking brutal. It is. It is brutal. It is so heartbreaking. Um, but um, that I've tried to do a solid contra run because I have. I don't know where the footage went, but I recorded a video of me playing Contra, and I got through the entire game until the final boss without getting without a single death. Shut I up. was I did I just bossed that entire game, and the only reason that I died is because if you recall the final boss, it's a giant uh, heart, and it has aliens on the ceiling and on the floor, and fucking aliens came and got me. So. But yeah, but man, like I, I, I wish I still had that footage because I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be trying to stream this. I'd just be like, look at this video. It's fucking me being a badass. <laughs> but so I'm trying to I'm trying to recreate that, but I'm fucking up so bad. <laughs> so um, I have nothing for crowdfunding um, at this time. I don't think you have anything for crowdfunding no, no, at this time. As far as actually, you know, as far as any crowdfunding, you know, buy our stuff. You know, buy our, buy our, buy our shit. Crowdfund yep. us. Yeah, fund us a little bit, you know. Like, or, or actually, you know what? If you're not going to fund us, listen to our podcast. <sighs> Minimum. Yeah. Oh, um, anyway, should I want? What do you want? Honestly, given what uh, last week was my birthday. And last weekend, we went out to uh, Canyon Lake. And between you and my other friends and family, I got a fucking fuck ton of books that I need to read. Uh So what I need is time. (laughs) I need more time to read these fucking books. Uh, You got me uh, Heretics of Dune and Chapter House Dune, the the fifth and sixth uh, books of the original um, set by Frank Herbert. So I had just finished God Emperor. I need to read those. Um, my Our buddy James got me Dead Zone by Stephen King because I had just recently watched the movie. And Pete, being the man that he is, he got me the entire set of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which very nice. I read, I read the first one like probably 20 years ago. I barely remember any of it. And I never went beyond the first book. So now I have all I think five of them and I can just plow through them. That is pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I like the I like the box set that that 
that you got for it. Mine is actually just a single book that is all five oh, books. That's cool. Is that the one of the ones from like Barnes and Noble, like the Barnes and Noble special? Uh, no, because I bought that at the bookstore at Stony Brook back when oh. I was at Stony Brook for a single semester. Wow. Yeah, it's that long. I bought that the same day that I bought the biography, autobiography of Johnny Cash. Ah, Cash by Johnny Cash. Yep. (laughs) Um, Should I want? What do I want? What do you want, sir? Well, right now, I don't think I particularly want anything. What I'm trying to do is prepare for next year um yeah i see i see a lot of conversations about that in the chat yeah like i i i well first of all i'm not going to go into too many details but since we have so many uh different products to try i've already mapped out all of our tries videos for next year you gotta send me a copy of that just so i know yeah I'll, i'll send you my calendar um I mapped out I map out a lot of things because I'm I'm that kind of guy. Oh, um, dude, we're family. We do the same thing. We're, we're we're bred from the same stock. So yeah, in the same in the same vein, I also um, made the choice, the decision to um, pick every ten word review for next year. So from from January calendar as well. (laughs) Yes, from from January to December, I have picked it, and also uh, we're bringing back grilling as my business, and this time we're going to make it a little bit easier on ourselves, and we're trading months with Pat. Yes. Yes. So we we do we do one month, he does the next month. We do one month, he does the next. and I picked some pretty fun things. Um, three things are are our own, um, our own creation for the most part. And three things are from the mashed potatoes books. Oh, very nice. Um, now, I will say that the one of the ones I mentioned to you already, which is one of your expertises involving cheese, mm, um, yes. I put into the middle of the summer so it would not interfere much with – um, you having the kids and all that, so figure that would be a little bit easier on you. Oh, so then what are we doing for January? January is going to be pizza. Oh, interesting! So, so your specialty, so, so my specialty. So, nice. so we we will go into that whole process, but that will be and that'll be talking about Italian bands. Oh, so okay, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, when I when I show you the when I show you the uh, article, I'll tell you uh, not the article. When I show you the calendar, I'll tell you what each one is for. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, so I've been I've been basically picking and choosing all these different things for um, for next year and and planning for that um, and. Since I have all this time on my hands, because I only have so many clients during the day and I only do so much, I um, I've been trying to get a heads up, you know, three months in advance on all this stuff. So, you know, 
write out an entire year's worth of stuff so I can spend the next year working on the next year, you know? So, but, um, yeah, uh, I, I don't think I need anything else right now. I just, you know, I just want to be able to utilize my time properly and, and set a more rigid schedule. Um, I, I have, I don't know if I ever mentioned on the podcast, but I left my night job. Um, and I actually adapted to waking up early again pretty pretty easily. Mm, uh, good for you. Well, well I still like I, I, I try to wake up at seven, and sometimes I just roll back to sleep and wake up at eight thirty. But I'm still waking up early, so like early enough for me. Um, yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll see how that goes uh, in the future. But um, you know, trying to start my day, trying to make sure, you know, trying to nap as little as possible because I fucking love to sleep, um, <laughs> you know, and and stick to working on things and, and trying to make things run. And yeah, I got that's, you. That's what I'm trying to do for these three months is just, like, make thing, make sure things are operable so we can just, you know, kill it next year. So For sure, for sure. Yeah, because we're you know we 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 just passed tenth anniversary. Let's uh, let's let's go for let's go for broke. Absolutely. Yeah. So so that's that's part of shit I want. Uh, now um, I know I lost this I lost the script. Okay, down the rabbit hole. Have you been down a rabbit hole? Um, no, but I'm almost I'm on the verge. Um, and we will talk about that when we get to your viewing pleasure. Okay. Little light reading. So, as I mentioned earlier, I had just gotten a slew of new books. Uh, so I'm trying. Like I had already kind of like I finished God Emperor of Dune. Finally, uh, took me fucking forever to finish this book. It was a fucking. It was just a drag. Like I remember when I first started talking about it. Like the first few chapters, I actually really did enjoy it. But the mm -hmm. rest of the book was just fucking. It was too slow. Virtually nothing happened. Nothing like advanced like the story at all. And mm -hmm. the worst part about this book is that it, it takes place three thirty five hundred years after the events of Children of Dune, and then Heretics takes place fifteen hundred years after God Emperor. So it's like this book almost has like no purpose, really. You know, it's like it. It, the, the time frame is just so wide and like you're going to forget about certain characters when you go into the next book except for Duncan Idaho because he's a fucking what they call a Gola which is just really a, a clone he keeps coming back and coming back and coming back um, but he's like the only real recurring character throughout all of these six books to the point where like he might be the most important character but um, so anyway I finished that I wanted to take a break for the Dune series um, and thankfully you got me the book, so now I, I can go into it when I'm ready. Uh, but in the meantime, the new um, Game of Thrones TV show, House of the Dragon, starts tonight. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday, the 21st of, of August. The new show starts tonight on HBO. Um, I've had the book Blood and Fire, which this series is based on, uh, for years now, and I haven't read it. So I started it. I'm about 150 pages in, and I really do enjoy it. It's the... Um, I think there's supposed to be two uh, volumes to this book. Um, it's the 300-year the history of the Targaryen dynasty from the beginning where Aegon the Conqueror uh, conquered Westeros and united the Seven Kingdoms up until a certain point. 
Um, I don't know how far this um, this first volume goes, but the the story that's going to be told in the House of the Dragons is called the Dance of Dragons, which is like a civil war between um, factions in, within the Targaryen dynasty about succession and everything. You know, your typical medieval warfare shit. So I'm enjoying it so far. It's it's moving pretty quickly. Uh, it's a dense book, just like all of his. So it's kind of you know just trying to plow through that and then head into the next series of books, which is Finish Dune and then decide whether to do Dead Zone or go into Hitchhiker's Guide. Gotcha, gotcha. I am still working through the Diorta biography. I, um, <laughs> I, I, I just, I don't, I don't read uh, often enough at all. Like, I, I'm so, I'm, I get so caught up in thinking like I should be doing something, I got to do something, and it's like I never think, oh, I should just kind of calm the fuck down and read. Yeah, um, I hear you. Absolutely. But I did just pick up a book yesterday uh, at the bookstore. Um, unfortunately, the, the bookstore I went to um, didn't have much of a music section. Um, they literally had one shelf. But I did find a book. I did find a book worth buying that seemed interesting. Um, and it's called Controversies of the Music Industry. And it's basically well, it was it was only a dollar, so of course I had to pick it up. But uh, <laughs> it's basically twelve of the most volatile ethical issues facing the music industry. Interesting. Yep. So you know, how new is the book? Do you, do you know? Um. Well, well, let me open it up and find out. Stolen from the Cibolo, uh, uh first published in two thousand one. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Uh, so, so this is pre pre digital. That's what I was thinking. Like like one of the the big things that everyone talks about now is the royalties that artists get from like streaming services. That's a pretty big questionable ethical thing. So yeah. I'm wondering if it was that modern or not. No, no, not 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 at all. Damn. So no, I'm sure there's there's something to be to be said there. I do have a book on Napster, which may mention some of that. So, mm. well, then again, this is talking about Napster being, you know, original Napster when it was, you know, stealing shit. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, for your viewing pleasure. Well, so um, the last couple of weeks, uh, Brandy and I have been like checking out like movies that we either haven't seen or haven't seen in a long time that have been covered on like either Doom Pod or um, 70 millimeter. So like one of them being like the dead zone, as I had mentioned earlier, uh, which is based on the Stephen King novel starring Christopher Walken, which was very good. Like I'm surprised I had missed this so long ago, but again, it's, it came out in the early eighties. So I wasn't probably ready for that sort of thing just yet. Um, but again, very good. Christopher Walken is great in it. Um, so definitely worth a, a watch. Uh, we had watched uh, uh, a movie called Krull. Um, again, a night, an early 80s sci-fi fantasy movie. Um, mm. And it's rough. It's a rough watch. But it's, it seems like something that like, when you watch it as a kid in the 80s, it's like magical. But you're watching it now, especially if you're watching it for the first time, so you don't have any nostalgia factor. If you're just watching it cold, you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> but it was okay like again like i could see what the appeal would be if i were younger watching it for the first time it was something i grew up on 
Like mm-hmm. there's plenty of things that, that you and I grew up on that would probably be like, if you were to watch it for the first time now as an adult, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? That uh, like I can get, I can understand why it was such a big deal for some, for some people. Um, gotcha. But the main thing we watched and we plowed through it too was the new uh, series on Netflix, uh, The Sandman, which is uh, based on Neil Gaiman's um, graphic novels of the same name. I really, really enjoyed the story. I love the acting. I love the actors who are in it. This, like the diversity of the cast is very good. Like uh, this is a project that Neil Gaiman was actually very involved in as far as like the script and as far as like casting and stuff like that. Like, so it feels very authentic, authentic uh, mm-hmm. onto his vision. And which leads me into like a f- definitely a future rabbit hole. Cause of course now I want to read the graphic novels. And I think there's a, I think there's at least four full um, novels out um, that I need to catch up on. And you know, this is just something that I've always heard of, something I've, I'm, I'm not really particularly aware of, but I've always heard a classic. Apparently, uh, the character Dream is rated as, like, top 10 comic book characters of all time. So it's just something that I need to catch up on. So this is definitely going to be a rabbit hole that, like, I'm struggling to not go right into because I have so much stuff that I need to read already that this is just would just throw me off completely. But... Uh, just in general, I like Neil Gaiman's stuff. Um, uh, he was the one who wrote uh, Good Omens with uh, Neil um, Terry Pratchett or Pritchett. I forget which one. Um, but I really like that show. And then I read the book and I really like that. I'm holding a copy of his um, book, American Gods, which I heard is also very good. So um, I think I might just be going down on Neil Gaiman fucking rabbit hole very soon. Right on. Right on. Um, I can't say I foresee a rabbit hole at this point for myself. I haven't been down one because I've been, again, listening to t- t- 10 word review artists and getting prepared for that. Um, nothing has particularly sucked me in lately. Um, so, I, like I said, I think the rabbit hole is just me preparing for next year. So, and um, in fact, while I'm sitting here talking about it, I might as well just share the calendar with you. Um, but, um, as far as otherwise, uh, viewing, uh, sorry, I was, we're talking about viewing pleasure, uh, viewing pleasure. Um, I have been watching, rewatching letter Kenny, which, um, is always, is always a bit of fun. Um, and I actually got to see the new Beavis and Butthead movie. Yes, that's right. Yes, I spent the I had spent the night at Dad's house because I'm taking I took him to the airport Tuesday morning. So you came over and watched the new Beavis and Butthead with Lindsay and Brandy. Yes, um, it is pretty much the um, it's pretty much very similar to the um, to the to, to do America in that the whole their whole goal is to have sex. <laughs> and and nothing changes. Their their whole goal is to have sex, and for some reason, everyone thinks they're dangerous. So everyone's pursuing them, and they always evade somehow. 
until the very end when it just becomes apparent that they're, they're just stupid. <laughs> so, um, so that's basically how the movie plays out. But it was it was exactly what it needed to be. It was it was Beavis and Butthead. You knew what you were gonna get. I found it to be very entertaining. I I would watch it again. Um, and it's funny because what they do to try to make sure that you know like okay the show hasn't been on for x number of years they're not they're not any older why is that they they basically they basically give a reason for that really like, yeah because they 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 go through time basically like they're they're oh. sent they're they're sent through time to the present day from from back in 1998 and they just stay in 2022 and they're still the same age. Hilarious. Yeah. So, um, so it's again, it's it's pretty funny. So, um, all this, all the same jokes you'd expect, but it fucking you know, it makes you want to go back and watch Do America. So nice, nice. Uh, I like it. Good. I like it. Um, I I don't even know how you have Paramount Plus, but. You know, just when you when you get a chance and you have an hour and like twenty minutes to kill, just watch it for a cheap laugh or two. Right on. Yeah. Um, that's. I think that's what I got. So. Sounds um, good. Sounds good. So uh, with that, we go on to commercial break number three. For those of you that love that doom stoner genre of rock and roll and heavy metal, make your way over to the Cosmic Peddler. Selling CDs, cassettes, and of course, plenty of vinyl from the best artists on labels such as Fotherama Records, Cosmic Artifacts, and Stoner Witch Records, among many others. Head over to thecosmicpeddler.com now. All right. So normally we'd go on to concert news from here. Uh, again, we covered that in the news section above. Um, I saw a show. Have you seen any shows in the last two weeks? No, I have not. Okay. Neither have I. So... Um, next, we would normally put the audio of a band interview, which will will be more of a next year thing. Um, and I will actually put it in here this time, and not do just pretend to like I did last time, and make the Wayne's World noise. Um, <laughs> so nice. let's let's go on to heavy metal in the charts. All right, so let's start with our normal preamble here. So, because typically heavy metal is not very represented in the Billboard Top 200 charts that Dan and I follow, we have decided that with our newfound appreciation for some pop music, that we will pick one artist to be able to follow and actually talk about while we're scanning through. The artist that we have chosen to talk about is Miss Taylor Swift. That's just our random choice and something that we enjoy talking about. Other things that we talk about on the charts, of course, are greatest hits from anything that even resembles hard rock, heavy metal, rock and roll, um, as well as Dan likes to know who the top five albums are, no matter who they are, no matter what they are, and he likes to know who the bottom 200, Mr. Irrelevant, is at the end of the charts. So with that in mind, we're going to start off right away with number one, Bad Bunny. Un Verano Sinti is still at the number one spot. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. 14 weeks on the charts. Not not the uh, – the, he wasn't number one all 14 weeks. Last week he was number two, and we'll talk about that in just a second. All right. Number two is the new album from Young Boy Never Broke Again, uh, The Last Slimetto. 
<laughs> the number three album, the number three album, the reason that Bad Bunny was unseated last week was the new release by Beyonce, Renaissance. So this is surprising to me because usually when Beyonce releases something, it's usually like a cultural event. Um, so it's very interesting that she's not number one like multiple weeks in a row. Like she was yeah. number one last week and she slid back down to number three almost immediately. And an older album, older by a few weeks, has replaced her, which is very interesting. Yeah, that, that is pretty interesting. I'm wondering, like, okay, is her is her star beginning to fade or what? Not not sure, but it's, it's just a very interesting thing. Um, number four, something that's still not going to go away, is Dangerous, the double album by Morgan Wallen. Ugh. And oh, go ahead. I said, ugh. Oh, and number five is Harry's House by Harry Styles. And with that in mind, we move forward. And here's a surprising one that uh, Eminem has a new album out uh, called Curtain Call 2. had no idea that he was still releasing new stuff. I knew he was still around. I just didn't know he was releasing new stuff. All right. Well, and now we scroll. Yeah. Okay. Queen's Greatest Hits at number 26. Number 26. Fleetwood Mac, Rumors at number 34. Alton John's Diamonds at number 38. Folklore by Taylor Swift is at number 41. That's the first album for Miss Taylor Swift on our charts here today. Creedence Clearwater Revival, the 20 Greatest Hits at number 48. 48 Lover by Miss Taylor Swift is at number 52. That's her second one. Journey's Grace is at number 57. Red, Taylor's version by Taylor Swift is at number 58. That's her third already. A lot of Elvis, a couple Elvis Presleys back to back here, just because of the movie, more than likely. We have the Elvis soundtrack at uh, 61 and 30. Uh, 30 number one hits by Elvis Presley at 65. Mm. Okay. Greatest hits by Guns N' Roses at number 71. Back in Black by ACDC is at number 75. Legend, the best of Bob Marley and the Whalers at number 78. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, greatest hits at number 84. At 85 is 1989 by Miss Taylor Swift. That is her fourth album on the charts. And four in the top 100 albums. Thriller by Michael Jackson is at number 90. The Essential Michael Jackson is a re-entry at number 91. And follow that up with Nevermind by Nirvana at number 92. Sounds of the Summer, Very Best of the Beach Boys is at number 95. Hounds of Love by Kate Bush is still climbing, is still on the charts several weeks after its resurgence at, on Stranger Things at number 98. Master of Puppets by Metallica is at number 107, followed shortly behind by one at 108 by The Black Album by Metallica. Back-to-back Metallica releases. All right. Whoa. Oh, okay. This is this is not surprising. Uh, Fear Inoculum by Tool is a re-entry at number 114. They just recently had a new reissue uh, in the in the last week or so. So that is why that is back on the charts this week. Okay. 
All-time greatest hits by Leonard Skinner is at number 116. Probably due to the passing of Olivia Newton-John, Grease soundtrack is at re-entry of 119. Reputation by Taylor Swift is at number 120. That is her fifth album on the top 200 charts this week so far. So far. Okay. Scrolling down. Greatest Hits by Bon Jovi, 135. Evermore by Miss Taylor Swift is at number 146. That is her sixth album on the charts. Greatest Hits by Bob Seger is at 147. Essential Billy Joel is at 149. We are continuing on. Foo Fighters Greatest is at number 157. The Beatles, Abbey Road, is at number 169. We're almost there to the end. See if there's any surprises that get us out of here. Uh, We've got Hot Rocks by the Rolling Stones at number 187. No surprises. No surprises. Taylor Swift, Fearless. Taylor's version at number 196. That is her seventh. And that's pretty much her average for our releases here. And at number 200, closing out the charts, is Cuz I Love You by Lizzo. Okay. Yeah, no surprises, nothing big, no no, no shocking changes here. Not this week anyway. No cake. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, Could have used some cake. Mm. Couldn't we all? All right. Well... Since that was as short as it was, uh, we'll skip over the fourth commercial break and go straight into our discussion. Bring it on. Uh, Let's see what we got. Okay. So the, this discussion, I, I just happened to come across on Loudwire. 13 awesome rock and metal bands with no original members left. That is interesting because this is something that we talked about with Kiss in particular. Well, the, you, when you when you when we go through the list, you're going to see that a lot of it is kind of semantics. Um, oh, some of it, some okay. of it. Meant. Okay, let's um, let, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, um, so first off is uh, Guar. Guar was formed in 1984. The last original member of the band was Dave Brocky, who passed away in 2014. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. The earliest active member, who is now currently the singer, um is Blothar. Um, he was Beefcake the Mighty back in 1987 when he joined as the uh, bass player uh, for the first four albums and then came back after Dave Rocky's death as Blothar as to be the singer. Um, but 1987 is the earliest other member of Gua. So, and they formed in 1984. Opeth, formed in 1990. Last original member was Dave uh, Dave Eisberg, left in 1992. Earliest uh, active member, of course, Mikhail Ackerfeld. Oh, okay. um, yeah. He, I remember he wasn't like the original member of the band. Yes. Uh, apparently, Eisberg asked uh, Ackerfeld to join, and that prompted every other member of the band to leave. Huh. So, wow. okay. I don't yeah, not sure what that was about. Um, in Flames 
In Flames was formed in 1990. Um, last original member was Jesper Stromblad, left in 2010. But the earliest active members are Bjorn Jalot and Anders Frieden, joined in 1995. Mm, okay. Yeah. So it's probably like when like when they talk about original members, like like do they even have like recordings? Like, no, the, the, like here's here's one that comes down to semantics. Here, here, here we go. Sepultura, formed in 1984. So Igor Cavallero was the last one in the band from the from the last original member. He left in 2006. Mm-hmm. The longest active member is Paulo Junior, uh, who I believe is bass player um, at this time. Uh, he was in at 1980 uh, in 1984. So he wasn't the original, original bass player for the band. He joined on after the band was formed. So that's where they get into the semantics part. There was a, there was an original bassist before he joined the band. He was not a founding member of the band. Yeah, sure. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so that's where they get into the semantics part. Um, now this one, I, uh, is a little interesting. Napalm Death formed in 1981. Mm-hmm. Um, last original member was Nick Bolin, who left in 1987. And earliest active member is bassist Shane Embry, who joined in 1987. Um, Nick Bolin provided vocals on side A of the Scum debut. And yeah. Um, let's see. Cattle decapitation. Not much mentioned in this one. They formed in '96. Last original member was Dave Astor, left in 2003. Earliest active member joined in 1997, and that is Travis Ryan. Quiet Riot formed in formed in 1975. Last original member was Kevin Dubrow, who passed away in 2007. The earliest active member is Chuck Wright, from, who joined in 1982. He played bass oh, on just okay. two songs on the Mental, the Mental Health album. Um, uh, drummer Frankie Benali, who died in 2020, joined in 1982, and he was a long-running member. Probably would have been um, in the same vein, same boat as Chuck Wright, but um, passed away. Yeah, yeah. It seems uh, like also like they probably the thing about these bands sometimes is that like they may not have original members, but who owns the rights to the band? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, because yeah. I like you could, we probably can talk about like 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 are there any original members of Queensrÿche in the band still? Because I know that's still a fucking legal thing. Um, that I th- I think I I I would like to think that Michael Wilton and Eddie Jackson are. And what about Scott Rockenfield? Because I know they're estranged from him right now, but is he an original member of the band? That I'm not sure about. Gotcha. Um, the band, yes, formed in 1968. Last original member was Chris Squire, who passed away in 2015. Mm-hmm. 2015? Oh, 2015. Earliest active member was Steve Howe, joined in 1970. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, all right, so that's... Almost semantics there. I mean, <laughs> he's been a member of the band for like 40 years. Yeah. Thin Lizzy formed in 1969. The last original member was Brian Downey, who left in 2013. The earliest active member is Scott Gorham, 
from 1974. I was going to say, like, I, I yeah. usually associate Thin Lizzy with, of course, Phil Linnet, but then, like, Scott Gorman was, like, number two. Yeah. Um, and they don't they don't record under the name Thin Lizzy anymore. They release music as the Black Star Riders. Didn't, didn't we talk about recently that um, Scott Gore was not doing Black Star Riders anymore, but focusing like specifically on um, like kind of like not reforming, but like refocusing on Thin Lizzy? Did we talk about that? Uh, that I don't recall. Okay, maybe I'm making that up, but it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Um, next up is Stradivarius, formed in 1985. Last original member was Timo Toki, left in 2008. Earliest active member, Timo Codapelto, joined in 1994. So mm. there was a couple of years there. Um, la- next two I'm not familiar with, but one is uh, named Hour of Penance. Formed in 1999, last original member was Mauro Mercutio, left in 2010. Earliest active member is, uh, I would say, I want to say Julio, Julio Machino. <laughs> I can't say, I can't, I can't decide if it's, if it's, if it's Julio or Julio or anything like that, because it's G-I-U-L-I-O, which. Okay, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You think G's like, like. Giuseppe and things like that, you know. Yes, but um, this is we don't need to get into the freaking semantics battle about that right now, or a yes. linguistics battle. But the earliest active member joined in two thousand four. Um, next up is Naraxis, formed in nineteen ninety four. Last and original member was Yan Thiel, left in two thousand nine. Earliest member R. Millie joined in nineteen ninety six. Um. The last one, who I just recently saw in concert, is Christian Death, um, formed in 1979. Um, Last original member was Rods Williams, left in 1985. Earliest active member, Valor Cans, joined in 1984. So. Yeah, yeah. See, a lot of those things, again, like you said, are like kind of semantics, but like when when bands have been around for as long as they have and like the member like the most as was the longest active or the most recent active or whatever it is um mm. is still in the 80s like when the band was still coming up i mean it makes sense that like it's not like a a big fight about the band continuing kind of like queensrÿche or fucking you know whatever yeah yeah so um that is it for that um just a quick little fun bit um we knew some of the bands but not necessarily all of them um but some of them again semantics but but very interesting to know mm-hmm. uh, especially sure. things like especially ones like sepultura and whatnot Absolutely. Um, and i have to go find a uh a, a, another article for next week or uh, two weeks from now two weeks from now yeah yeah so i will have to go do that um Maybe sometime soon we'll end up doing the finally end up doing the Rainbow Rising album on blast. One day, one day soon. <laughs> yeah, one day. I think I think after after I do this, after I finish the ten word review thing, then I'll be ready to listen to other things, no problem. So sounds sounds legit. But yeah, I think we'll 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 leave it there. Thankfully, we we have recorded something, and I'm not dying at the end of it. 
So. <laughs> oh, for a preview of that, go check out our TikTok. Yeah, check, <laughs> check out our TikTok page at uh, HME, um, And uh, that video will actually be coming out Thursday. Nice. Uh, I, think, I think I had said Wednesday, but I, I meant Thursday because 10 Word Reviews comes out this Wednesday. So, um, and at least later, our our next tries video, which will come out not long after uh, the Alice Cooper one, um, will be not spicy and killing me. Uh, <laughs> and I will I will confirm now. Um, so the 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 organization, the way that I'm doing the tries videos. It's coffee, tea, hot sauce, coffee, tea, hot sauce. Right, right. And that's the, that's the cycle. So the next one is coffee. So what? the thing that we're recording tonight, what is that? That's a tries video for September. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, the, the Alice Cooper one was supposed to be for, for August. We were supposed to do it earlier in the month, but you had the kids. Things were going on, so on and so forth. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So we, we did it when we could do it. Right, so. right, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And, like, I was going to say, because, like, we talk about, you know, coffee, tea, hot sauce, and then tonight we're doing a steak rub. So yes. where does that fit in? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's steak rub and then coffee, tea, soda. Uh, not coffee, tea, hot sauce, so on and so forth. <laughs> Only so that we can try is Fago. I've had Fago. That's actually not terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's not good, but it's not you terrible. motherfucking Fago Rupert float? <laughs> Don't make me watch that movie again. Big Money Hustlers, bro. Come on. I, I, I've i seen the follow-up, which is exactly the same movie, but Western. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yes, exactly. Uh, but anyway, we must make our curtain call because uh, some folks need a nap. How about this nap? How about this nap? All right. So until next time, I'm Dan Mack. And I'm Chris Mack. And we are the Slumber.